Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode of Writing Excuses is brought to you by Audible. Visit audiblepodcast.com slash excuse to start your free trial membership. This is Writing Excuses, Season 7, Episode 11, More Microcasting. Woohoo! 15 minutes long. Because you're in a hurry. And we're not that smart. I'm 15 Brandon. times in a row. <laughs> I'm Brandon. <laughs> I'm Dan. I'm Mary. And I'm not talking over anybody else's lines. Yes, I am. <laughs> Question, is it better to include elements of romance, horror, mystery, fantasy, sci-fi in a book to flesh it out, or is it better to leave your story to be its, as, it's, as it was? Um, I would say you give your story what it needs to feel full. If you're writing a very short story and you want it to be very focused, you probably want to restrict yourself to one thing. If you're writing a larger story or you just want to fill it out, absolutely add all, all of those things in. Are you adding a side dish to the main dish because the main dish isn't enough food and you just want empty calories? Or are you trying to put something beautiful on the plate that's well-rounded? That was a great metaphor. Yeah, and, and then the other thing is, are you doing it because it's fashionable or because you are really super excited by it? If you are really super excited about it, even if it's not fashionable, go for it. Anything you're excited about, yes, I agree. Mm-hmm. And writing? Passion makes up for a world, world of ills. Any tips for developing an idea without getting caught in world builder's disease? Set daily writing goals for yourself. Yeah. Um, you know, spend some time working and then start writing. And then to the next day, develop something else further and then start writing some more. Yeah. Now, if you need to lay groundwork, bef- if you feel like you need to lay groundwork before you can even start, then set a time... Um, after which you absolutely must do what Dan said and you start having mm-hmm. word count goals. You know, give yourself a week to just do world building and or writing your little month, private wiki. What it takes. Or, or a month if that's what it takes. But try and pound out, you know, as much, as much research as you can in that time with the understanding that when the time's up, it's time to start putting words on the page. Or you can do what I do sometimes and just start writing without world building and world build around the discoveries that I make. All right. Um, next All question is um, tips on NaNoWriMo. We actually 
have posted. Um, this is this is coming out. It's November. We posted a bunch of NaNoWriMo um, things on the website back in November, so you can go look at those. Yes. Um, but if you're thinking about NaNoWriMo here in uh, early March of 2012. Um, <laughs> Which it totally is right you. now, and it's not go November. Ahead. <laughs> go ahead and start writing. I, actually, let me say, as someone who does NaNo every year, I, I start planning months before NaNo comes around. Um, I, I go ahead and start working on my outline and start doing my research so that when the month hits, I, I'm not stopped by, you know, oh, what kind of carriages did they ride? All right, this is actually a pretty interesting one. Before you were published, what did you do to get noticed um, and get followers to your website or your blog? I did a podcast with these two really famous writers and uh, got pretty well known through that. It was pretty awesome. And then you came and joined us. <laughs> and then I came and did this I was slumming around in, in writing excuses. Um, I did not do any blogging or anything like that until I published. Um, I didn't, you know, there are some who leveraged that really well. I published. You and did. Then. Oh, I, I because but I, uh, Brandon and I ran guy. a game review website on which there were tons and tons of articles that uh, both he and I wrote for years and years before we were published. Most of them about games, but a lot of them about fiction. Though these weren't, I, I suppose we did do that. My goal was not to drive people to my yes, website, and which we didn't, didn't exist. Didn't do then. it promotionally. I'm, we did it for fun. I don't affirm the consequent. Um, the the goal is not followers to your website or followers to your blog or any of that. The goal is uh, writing fiction that people are reading, and uh, and I think that I think that that's what you need to be focusing on. You know, don't don't start promoting yourself until after you've you know written some novels. Caveat though, caveat: if you like to blog, you are an engaging, intelligent, fun blogger, and that is that you enjoy that. You're good at it. Go for it. Yeah. Um, yeah. If that is a passion of yours, do not do it just to get followers until you're writing. I would agree with Howard 100%. Though um, John Scalzi, our good friend, um, was a very passionate, skilled, capable blogger who then leveraged a lot of that fan base to his fiction when he started publishing fiction. And I, I actually think, I mean, I started writing on my website as a puppeteer before I had any fiction sold. Um, and I think that that is one of the reasons that I'm visible. But I will say that, to, to back you up, uh, writing about things that you are passionate and interesting about, interested about will do more for you than anything else. Because when people are going to the blog, when they're going to your website, they're going to find out more about you as a person. Um, and this is not laying your personal life out on the table. This is this is letting them see a facet about yourself that you are really passionate about. Let me throw another, another caveat in here. If you are planning on going the self-pub, e-pub route, yeah. and you're trying to build your own brand, um, then yes, obviously you need to write novels to send right. people to, but you need, need to do something to drive traffic. And that is a project that cost me about six years of giving it away for free. You know, that schlock mercenary, my career as a cartoonist, is the result of six years of daily updates of the story and the blog underneath the story, always there, always on time, um, and and of a decent quality, the words schlock and mercenary notwithstanding. Um, and that's how long it took me. Uh, I get a little frustrated when people come to me and say, yeah, you know, how do you get this done? And I realize they expect a three-month solution, and I just don't know of one. 
Here, I have one more thing to add to this. Go for this it. comes from Sarah Pinborough, who was on the cast very recently. Um, we were talking about social media and its use as a promotional tool, and she said what I thought was great. She said, the single best use of social media as a promotional tool, whether that's Facebook, Twitter, blog, is to say something so interesting that other people will link to it or retweet it. Yeah. You, you don't want to be saying, hey, go visit my website. Right. Hey, go read my book. You just want to be so clever and or entertaining that people can't help but wonder what else you've written. And that's not how I use it. I use it as a news feed about me because mm -hmm. doing that takes so much effort. Yeah. Um, and if, but if it's something you want to do, go for it. Uh, next question. How do you create subplots without overshadowing the main plot? Make sure your main plot's really good. If your subplots start overshadowing it, maybe they need to be the main plot. Yeah, I was going to say, if, you, if your outline for the main plot is what ended up being a framework for some really interesting subplots, then, hey, congratulations, you've found a new tool for generating wonderful plots, <laughs> yeah. and on your rewrite, you're going to have an awesome book. Congratulations. Yeah, on a um, more practical level, uh, besides just <laughs> completely throw away your book and rewrite it, um, one thing that you can do is make sure that whenever you are dealing with the subplot, that the characters in that scene are aware of the main plot and think and reference it, and that the subplot intersects with the main plot in some way. All right, this is a tough one, guys, um, and I don't know if we'll be able to cover it, but this person asked, what are the main most important things writing-wise we learned last year? We did a podcast on this um, a, a couple years ago, and it was a really good one, and mm -hmm. I think that's probably what he's referencing. Yep. Um, but did you guys, um, do we want a can of worms that and see if we can come up with a whole podcast on that? Or does anyone have one they want to throw I can, out? I can throw one out. Go for it. Last year is the year that I decided to teach myself how to write short fiction. Mm. I'm still not awesome at it, but I did get one published, so that's awesome. Um, and it, it, I just decided I needed to develop that skill and worked on it. Uh, very purposefully. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, let's do our book of the week. Yeah, can I toss one in? Oh, yeah, go for it. Uh, actually, the uh, podcast we did on mystery plot structures, mm. uh, which for me was earlier today, but for you guys was months ago or weeks ago. Um, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I know it's all um, was incredibly helpful. Yeah. Wow. Someone said something useful. It was probably. It was probably, you. Oh. Okay. Wow. Oh, I, I was feel hoping so it was special. Me. So it. me, my my yeah. big thing. I think we're talking about 2011. We're still talking about 2011. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. The biggest thing I learned in in 11. Um, 
it was sad, but the thing that I learned was at uh, Mary's writer's retreat, and that was that knocking myself all the way out of all of my comfort zones was not how to get work done. Mm. Mm. Um, it was it was a worthy experiment, and and I'm glad I did it, and I learned lots of lots and lots of fascinating things. But if I am going to write for hours and hours at a time. I need to be able to do it in my current environment. I need uh, the writer's retreat is not a good environment for me to try and learn new things about writing. I guess I'll yet. have to add one since everyone did. Um, and um, earlier today, oh, I mean, lots of months ago, we did a <laughs> podcast on foils. One of the reasons I wrote that on the list, I kind of pick a lot of the topics, was because during the previous year, I had been thinking about a lot and practicing a lot, and I had learned a lot about matching characters together. Um, so that they, they work like puzzle pieces together. So go listen to that Foils podcast. I explain a lot of what I kind of figured out there. Um, so there you go. All right, book of the week. Mary, you've got one for us. Yes, but I've already forgotten what I was going to do. Oh, Persuasion by Jane Austen. Yay. <laughs> um, there are a number of different uh, audio recordings of this on Audible, and I am a big fan of Jane Austen, but... Her other books, Pride and Prejudice, Sense and Sensibility, tend to get the yeah, the notice. All the and, tension. And Persuasion is a beautiful, beautiful, intimate story about someone, uh, a young woman who had met the love of her life and uh, and declined his offer of marriage because her parents told her to. And, and the right. book starts seven years after <sighs> this, and uh, and they meet again. And it is just, um, it's heartbreaking and beautiful, um, and it's it's just a beautiful love story. I often kind of think of it as the forgotten Jane Austen book mm. because um, it feels like a much more mature book um, and 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 much actually better than some of theirs. And I love Who Jane is, Austen. I believe the last one yeah. that she published. Yeah, and it's um, it, it really is a beautiful book. It's got more depth of of real characterization, a lot more depth I feel to the romance even than the others. Where you know she was doing a good job in the other books, but this one's wonderful. Yeah. Of completely trivial interest, in college I did a report, big research paper about persuasion in which I basically just took it, and the story, and applied it to different settings. Yeah. Most I, of them I genre based, fiction. Um, I based uh, Jane Ellsworth and Shades of Milk and Honey on Anne Elliot. Can we get, the, um, can we get that? Can we uh, get some of those? I got them somewhere. I should Okay. Them we'll out. see if we can get them in the liner notes. Oh, also, fantastic. Anne Elliot shows up in my uh, oh, yeah? e-book, Night of Black or Darkness. <gasps> Ooh. Fantastic. <laughs> All right. All right. So since you probably don't already have it bookmarked, go to the uh, the little browser field in your URL and type in <laughs> audiblepodcast.com slash excuse, um, and then you hit return, and it'll take you to Audible and the page where you can kick off a 14-day free trial membership, uh, pick up Persuasion by Jane Austen. Who's the narrator on that? There's a number of different narrators. Oh, I can, so, so there's several versions available. Yeah, I can I can give you one of my favorites, but I can't remember who the narrator is. We'll okay. put it in the liner notes. Yep. Yeah. Okay, perfect. All right. Uh, great question here. How do you stay motivated, especially during editing, when it seems like everything is crap? Remember, if you can, why you loved the story. Yeah. What the gee whiz factor was that made you go, I want to write this. That's great. I think that'll do I it for me. I have nothing to add to that. Yeah. Um, is there a if you're, if you're <laughs> Howard has If you're being to paid to, to write, yeah. remember your deadline <laughs> and your paycheck and, and those sorts of things. I find that feeding my family is a fantastic motivator 
and and has me working on days when I would really rather be doing something else. Remember, remember the cubicle and or food yeah. service job chasing job you. that you don't want. You know, Just, I've got a kind of a, a weird one. It's, it's kind of a personal one. It really only works for me. Um, but it, it may give you guys some insight in how I think. Um, I've been given, I think during these hard days, I've been given pretty much the best opportunity anyone's ever been given in epic fantasy in the history of the genre. Right? Yeah. Um, I've basically been given the best opportunity for promotion, the best chance at success um, because of things that happen. And I, there are so many people who want to do what I'm doing. I feel that if I don't give it my all, that I'm in some way kind of betraying all of these people who would love to be able to do what I do. Mm -hmm. um, and it's kind of, it's my duty as the one who made it to make good on it. That's not going to help you guys, but <laughs> it, it really does. It's, it's something that, you know. Yeah. So it's, in your face, I, listeners. No, I, I mean, <laughs> that's not what that was supposed to mean. <laughs> I don't think that was what he was trying to say, but but Thanks good call, Dan. Thanks for pointing it down, Dan. No problem. No, but I mean, seriously, the thing that everyone can apply in their own writing career from that is that you are writing something because you love to read, and when you are writing, um, you are writing for other people like you. And mm -hmm. remember that. I spoke at a high school a couple of weeks ago. And somebody came up and asked what it was like. And I said, you know, two best pieces of advice. I guess not even advice, but just two best things I can tell you. A, it is way harder than you think it's going to be. And B, it is way more awesome than you think it's going to be. Wow. That might actually be a good place to stop. Um, let's go ahead and bring it out. We actually had a guy offer us a writing prompt. Oh, thank heavens. No An way. An actual writing prompt. Dude. It's a pretty good one. Okay. So it's Bill Housley. Um, on Twitter, and he, he says, a lone woman who runs an orbital refueling post makes first contact when some desperate aliens stop by for fuel. Awesome. That's a great right. writing prompt. Bill Housley, you're our favorite listener today. Yeah. So that's your writing prompt. Go for it. Um, thank you all. You're out of excuses. Now go write. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.